In the news this week, a street preacher has received nearly £15,000 from the police after he was wrongfully arrested. The CI threatens the Scottish Government with legal action over its plan for a draconian conversion therapy ban. And the huge level of opposition to introducing amoral abortion lessons in schools in Northern Ireland has been revealed. A street preacher in Scotland has won damages from Police Scotland after he was wrongly arrested over a hate crime incident. Angus Cameron, a former pastor at Cumnick Baptist Church, received £5,500 in damages and £9,400 in legal costs following his arrest and unlawful detention in Glasgow City Centre in 2022. Told that he had been arrested for breach of the peace with homophobic aggravation, the evangelist was handcuffed, searched and put in the back of a police van for over an hour. Mr Cameron has donated all of his compensation to the Christian Institute, which supported him throughout his ordeal. The Institute's Kieran Kelly is here to explain more. Kieran, how pleasing is this outcome? Well, uh, Joanna, it's very pleasing. Obviously, um, this is an important victory for free speech as well as for religious liberty. You know, there's nothing in the law that says that you, the police can arrest someone simply because someone somewhere claims to be offended. And let's remind ourselves that uh, Angus Cameron uh, was arrested entirely on the basis of a, an unsubstantiated complaint of homophobic, using homophobic language. He was uh, handcuffed and stuck in the back of a van for, for over an hour. He hadn't been offensive. He hadn't uh, been aggressive in any way. He'd merely been quoting from the Bible. And that, was, that story was backed up by bystanders. Uh, officers may not um, understand the Bible. They may not understand why some Christians want to go out and uh, preach on the streets, but they should know the law. And in this case, they didn't. Uh, and uh, thankfully, it wasn't terribly long before they realized their mistake and recognized that no criminal behavior um, had taken place. So tell us more about that. That wasn't the end of the story, was it? Yeah, that's right. Um, so what happened then was although uh, they accepted that there was no criminal behaviour, they logged an, an NCHI, a non-crime hate incident, which uh, was really a smear on uh, Mr Cameron's uh, good name and his good standing in, in the community. And uh, we've spoken out many times uh, about the injustice of these NTHIs. In fact, uh, the College of Policing in England and Wales says that they shouldn't be used in uh, trivial uh, circumstances or where there's no suggestion that there's a malicious intent. And, and clearly that was the case here. And uh, thankfully, uh, we got that record removed as well. And the size of the payout reflects the severity of um, the action that Police Scotland took. And we're very grateful that Angus is has given all the money that he received, um, he's donated it to the Christian Institute to help with its legal work and to support um, others uh, like him perhaps sometime in the future. I mean, Christians uh, want to be and are law-abiding citizens. They uh, want to follow the law, they want to follow the instructions of police and people in authority over them. Um, but that's, uh, we can't have a situation where they are being pressured or feeling pressured to be silent. And, uh, you know, um, street preachers need to be wise. Uh, they need to be respectful of those around them. They certainly need to be humble, but they shouldn't 
uh, be silenced or, or, or feel the need to be uh, silenced. And so that's why this is such an important case for free speech and for religious liberty. So where do we go from here, Kieran? Well, there's two good things to talk about. One is that we are going to be working with Police Scotland to uh, help them learn from this situation, to uh, help them understand public order law um, better, uh, and to help their officers work um, more helpfully with street preachers. That's the first thing. Uh, and the second thing is we would like to invite uh, any street preachers um, to uh, get in touch with us um, and find out more about our uh, Street Preachers Charter. They can just drop us an email at uh, streetpreachers@christian.org.uk, and that'll help them understand how they can work with the police well too. Thanks, Kieran. The Christian Institute has threatened to take the Scottish Government to court if it imposes a new law banning so-called conversion practices. The CI's concerns have been heavily covered by the press since the SNP Green Coalition released its proposals for consultation. The government wants to criminalise what it calls harmful conversion practices which intend to change or suppress a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. Those deemed guilty of a criminal offence could face up to seven years in jail, while civil protection orders could be used preemptively to silence those who oppose radical gender ideology. CI Deputy Director Simon Calvert told the government not to criminalise parents and church leaders. Well, as Christians, sadly, we've had to get used to people weaponising the concept of harm against us and trying to say that innocent, mainstream Christian teaching on things like sexual ethics is harmful. Well, it looks like the Scottish Government plans to take that to a whole new level by writing it into the criminal law. So what this could mean is that Christian parents who are trying to encourage uh, their children as they grow up to embrace the Christian sexual ethic could be prosecuted. Parents, whether Christian or not, who won't go along with a child who claims they want to transition gender, they could be prosecuted too. And the bill provides for a prison sentence of up to seven years. So this is very serious stuff. Uh, our supporters will know that we wrote to the Scottish Government some time ago laying the ground for a legal challenge and if the Scottish Parliament does pass a bill in this form then we will be ready to seek to challenge that in the courts. Also in the news, almost three quarters of respondents to a consultation on sex ed in Northern Ireland oppose the teaching of abortion in schools that does not consider ethical concerns. Last year, Northern Ireland Secretary Chris Heaton-Harris imposed changes to sex education as required under a Westminster law with all secondary age children set to learn about access to contraception and abortion. The Department of Education has now revealed that 73% of respondents to its consultation were opposed to amoral teaching, with less than a quarter in favour. Diane Dodds, education spokesperson for the DUP, said sensitive and emotive issue such as abortion simply cannot be discussed outside of a wider framework of moral and ethical perspectives. Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories, plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.